Welcome to Free My Mojo podcast number five. And we are talking today about how patterns create a positive or negative reality. And uh, if we look around in nature, if we look around in our life, patterns are everywhere. Uh, Those of us who love art and design uh, really are into patterns. We have specific patterns we may find in our clothing, uh, in our choices, in our home decor. Uh, in the way we do certain things, and, and also in nature, obviously, the bark of trees, leaves, water, snowflakes, patterns exist everywhere around us. In fact, patterns are so common, and I'm looking at this microphone and the mesh has a pattern in it, uh, patterns are so common, they may seem invisible. And then the other thing is that we have patterns, and our patterns to us are probably something we've always had, therefore our patterns seem really normal. And what's really interesting about that is that when you get to know other people and you start to see things they do, you might say to yourself, that's really weird. That person does this thing. And I'm a documentary maker and frequently I've had to go into people's lives and do documentaries about them. I've done things on PTSD and obesity and I've met people and they've told me something that they did or would do. And they're almost ashamed to talk about this thing because they realize the pattern to another person may sound very strange or weird. So one of the things that I learned to do as a journalist and documentary maker was to stop judging people when they shared their patterns with me because the minute someone's sharing something with you and they say something about a pattern and you act judgmental, then they immediately fall into shame and then they immediately get quiet and they don't tell anybody. So one of the ways you may know that a a pattern is negative in your own life is because you're ashamed of it. The other way you might know is because you don't tell anybody about it or you hide it or you try to keep it from people or you feel uncomfortable discussing it or you you just don't want anyone to know about it. So one of the things we're, we're talking about here is not about good or bad or right or wrong. What we're here to talk about is what is helpful and healthful for you. So that's what we're interested in. We're really interested in looking at what are the patterns that give you more freedom? And then what are the patterns that are keeping you enslaved? For example, if you make $100,000 a year and you spend $120,000 a year, then you're still what? $20,000 in debt. If you make $20,000 a year and you spend $18,000 a year, well, you've got $2,000, right? So the thing about it is, is it's all perspective. It's all about different ways of looking at things. But there are patterns that we perhaps are not even aware of. In other words, we could be so busy in our lives or so entrenched in our lives or feel so oppressed in our lives that we don't even notice that there's a pattern. And for many of us who've been alive any length of time, if we're super brave, and I mean really, really put your, your super Wonder Woman, you know, Superman cape on, if we're really brave, we'll look at our intergenerational patterns. We'll look at the patterns of our parents and the patterns of our grandparents. And if we do some digging around, we might even find out about the patterns of our great uh, grandparents and our ancestors and realize that in every family, 
there are patterns that get passed down and there are patterns that get handed from one person to another. And sometimes these patterns are wonderful, beautiful things like every holiday, my family do this beautiful thing or every summer, my family do this wonderful thing or every morning my parents woke up, they do this wonderful thing. So some of us inherited beautiful, lovely, wonderful patterns. Uh, For example, my father uh, was Indian and Hindu and an incredibly generous man. And my father was, was generous Uh, And I saw him being generous and I witnessed him being generous. So generosity would be a pattern that I inherited from my father. And at some points, my father was heavily criticized by my mother for being so generous because he was generous to the point where you might have said, hmm, how about that? But generosity is a pattern, uh, is a good one. There are other patterns we may have picked up from our family of origins that are less helpful. And of course, there's many patterns we're picking up right now from culture. Uh, We're picking up many, many, many patterns from the media, from other people. We talk about peer influence. We get around a certain group of people and we find ourselves acting a certain way because that is our pattern when we're with that person. And uh, sometimes we need to look and ask ourselves, is this pattern giving me the formula for the existence that I really want? So patterns can create a positive or negative reality. In other words, a pattern is a series of choices. We may or may not realize that when we are making a choice, a very simple choice, like what to have for breakfast every day, what to have for lunch every day, what to have for dinner every day, what is that choice? Well, if we're making a choice that involves highly processed foods with a lot of sodium and nitrates and fat and sugars, we're going to get a certain outcome from that pattern. Now, that doesn't mean that a, 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 some sweet or dessert every once in a while or something like that isn't a good idea or a celebration. That's, that's completely different. But, but what is our pattern? What is our relationship to this? What is our relationship to our money? What is our relationship to other people? What is our pattern with other people? Are we communicating in a pattern with people the way that we want? And some of us, you know, we know that we're doing things at times, and they're probably not the greatest choice. But the worst part about that is when we do it unconsciously. So let's take the whole planet and let's divide it into two groups, the awake and asleep, the conscious and the unconscious. So if our pattern is unconscious and we don't even know we're doing it, then is that pattern serving us or not? I mean, it's possible that you get up every day and you brush your teeth and that's a great pattern. Hey, let's just leave that one alone. That's a really good one and your hygienist and your dentist are pleased with you, and you feel good, and you look good, and that's great. But what are some of the other things that are going on? Well, first of all, how do you even know? So the only way that we can really do this is to slow things down. For example, if we're super busy and super pressured, or super distracted, or if we've kind of lost touch with reality a little bit, detecting our own patterns is going to be really hard. So one of the first things we have to do is really ask ourselves, is there something I am doing regularly that is holding me back? Is there something I could be doing that could move me forward? And the sad part about all this is that oftentimes the way we learn about our patterns is when things go really wrong. Sometimes we learn about our patterns because everything falls apart or something really difficult happens or something really sad happens. And then all of a sudden we're face to face with this pattern. So if we want to avoid suffering, if we want to avoid crisis, if we want to avoid chaos, one of the things we can do is really drop our judgments of ourselves and other people. 
and stop judging and start saying, okay, so what is this? What is this thing that I do? What is this thing that I'm doing? And really just look at it and look at it without a judgment. Look at it without saying, this makes me a bad person. This makes me just like my person I don't like. This makes me a loser. This makes, this means I'm never going to be anything. None of that is helpful. So we're not looking to do any of that. Uh, the great um, philosopher and scientist and possibly one of the most intelligent people who ever lived, Albert Einstein, said that a problem cannot be solved at the level it was created. So if we've got a problem and it's problematic, it means that we're operating at a level that is below the level that we need to be at. So that simply may, means the easiest way to overcome a pattern is to outgrow it. And um, in a moment of pure self uh disclosure here, I will share that there was a point in my life where I had gotten in a habit, and I grew up in Ireland, so I'm not blaming or stereotyping myself, but I grew up in, in a habit of perhaps celebrating a little too hard on the weekends because we felt we worked really hard all week. And I remember one morning waking up and I literally had vomit in my hair because I had drank too much. And that was a very sobering moment for me. It was a moment in which I had this long, thick, lush hair in which there was this horrendous smell and vomit. And I realized that I literally could have died vomiting in my hair if I had been face down, for example. And it was this horrible moment of what have I become? What have I let happen? Is this who I really want to be? Is this how I want to be a grown woman? Is this how I want to be as an artist, as a, as a humanitarian? Do I really want to be this person who pretends to be one way all week and then acts another way? Um, because because this is what's going on. And the thing that I realized was that I was so stressed. I was under so much stress and so much pressure and so much negative self-talk that the only way I could cope with that was to shut that up. I could numb myself and shut that voice down and go have fun and do whatever I wanted to do. But that kind of behavior comes at a cost. And there comes a point in which we have to say, Hey, my, my clothes don't fit. Hey, I'm tired of being broke. Hey, there goes another relationship. Hey, I just wrecked another car. Hey, you know, I just, I'm just exhausted and tired of feeling like this. I don't want to look like this. I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to live like this. And then we can just look at that pattern and say, you know, I must have needed that. That must have been something I needed. And it served a purpose. And all patterns have a seed and a growth period and a maturation, and a birth, and then, and then a further development, and then a decay. So every pattern has a life cycle. And you have to ask yourself, is this pattern, behavior, habit, thought, or even phrase, maybe there's something you're saying to yourself and it's a pattern and you always say this thing to yourself. Ask yourself, am I done saying that to myself? Am I going to continue saying that thing that is so hurtful or mean? Am I really ready to stop that? I mean, even if there's a person in your life who consistently drags you down, brings you down, feels, makes you feel bad, what are you doing with that person? Why do you keep doing that? Just think about this for one moment. If you change the pattern by acknowledging the pattern, the pattern is immediately disrupted. And the minute that pattern is disrupted, then it has to change because you have woken up and you have woken up to this pattern. And the thing about it is, is if you, if you look at anyone you admire right now, think of someone immediately who's this mojo role model for you and think about who that person is. That person has rituals and behaviors 
thereby patterns that has gotten them to where they are. There are podcasters out there who I love and adore and listen to. Well, they have patterns, they have rituals, they have things that they do. So you simply can change a pattern. Like, for example, you feel overweight and exhausted and tired and unhealthy. Well, if you commit to 20 minutes of movement a day, that's all. In a month, you're going to be a different person. But if you continue to do nothing, then you're also going to be the same person. So if you continue to overspend, you're going to feel broke all the time, right? You make a deal with yourself. I'm always going to keep 20 bucks in my wallet. I will always have $20 in my wallet. That's a very simple shift. And just that teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny disruption in the pattern is going to change the rest of the pattern. And the thing about it is this, you are deserving of only beautiful and loving patterns in your life. You are completely deserving of that. You do not deserve one shitty, nasty, miserable pattern in your life. You deserve to be free and you deserve to love and enjoy your life because You know, bad things are going to happen. Things are going to get difficult. There are going to be things that throw you. And when those things throw you, the positive patterns that you have are going to help you come back. They're going to help you survive. They're going to help you get through it because you can get right back at it. So I want you to think about something that may be going on with you that you've been unwilling to share or something that's been going on with you that you're unwilling to talk about and maybe get a journal or a trusted friend, or send me an email. It's on our our Facebook message. You can message us, or you can put it on the website, whatever you want to do. But reach out to someone and say, I have this pattern. And whatever your issue is, I don't care if it's sock fetish. I mean, it doesn't matter what your pattern is that's causing a, a problem. There is someone on the planet who can help you. There is someone out there who's been through what you've been through. There is someone who has already overcome this. And they want to help you move on. And that's all this is. This is moving on. And then the positive side of this is if you've got a pattern that really works for you, let's ramp that up. Like, let's just say, okay, I've agreed to write for 20 minutes a day. Hey, what would 30 do to me? What would an hour do to me? Wow, look at me. What would that do to me? So if there's a positive pattern, let's do more of it. Let's make more space for it by dropping some of the negative patterns that are stealing us of our joy. And the bottom line is this, we all have shadows. Some people have these huge, ginormous closets full of skeletons that if you open that door, the skeletons would fall out and crush you. And and we don't want to be that way. We want to live in the light. We want to be light bringers. We want to embrace life fully and be fully in it. And All of this seems to come down to one thing that Deepak Chopra talks about a lot, which is the return to wholeness. We want patterns that make us feel whole. And anything we're doing, anything we're thinking or saying or anyone we're spending time with that do not make us feel whole, we need to look at that. And we need to just look at it, not judge it, not be radical, not be dramatic. Don't go all nuts out there, but just look at it and say, Is there another way? Have I outgrown this? Can I do this? Because I can honestly tell you, I have never thrown up in my hair again. It has not happened and I hopefully won't. And so if any of you invite me to parties or anything like that, I will certainly be on my best behavior. But there was a time when I could not have said that because I was not at that point. So one of the things to remember is that patterns are 
an indication of readiness. And sometimes our only job is to make ourselves ready to be whole and to really, truly value this beautiful mind, this wonderful body, and this incredible opportunity for well-being. And if we put that well-being in the forefront of all of our patterns and say, does this contribute to my well-being or does this detract from my well-being? Then we're going to know if this is a pattern we want to keep. But I will say this, if well-being and love are the two patterns that you follow sprinkled in with a little kindness, it is going to be almost impossible that you will not experience greater degrees of love and freedom. And I wish that for you And I'm sending that to you. And whatever your horrible, nasty, disgusting little pattern is that you might have been going on with, I shrug and I say, oh, well, no one's perfect. You learned. It served you. You can can let that go or be dragged. That's really what it comes down to. So sending you much love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for another podcast. If you enjoyed this, please help us grow our tribe and share this with other people. And we are going to be getting ready to fire up number six here shortly. So we will be back with you very, very soon. Much love and light to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Free My Mojo podcast. Like us on Facebook or go to freemymojo.com or go to gofundme.com and type in the key phrase Free My Mojo.